Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, traders, Akil Stokes here, and welcome to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Did you miss me? If you guys are new, my name is Akil Stokes. I am a professional Forex trader as well as a trading coach over at tier1trading.com. And this is a podcast that I produce twice a week, sharing some advice on trading, investing, entrepreneurship, and really anything else I feel like talking about. Today, we're going to cover one of my absolute favorite topics, which is breaking out of the comfort zone. You know that little circle that keeps 90% of us trapped and only allows 10% of us out? We're also going to talk about the most valuable asset in life, investing in yourself, and what you need to sacrifice if you want to earn success. Now we got things working correctly. Okay, we can get started now. Thank you guys for being patient. But the topic that I want to talk to you guys about today is really betting on yourself um, as far as like a, a being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, starting and really trying to follow your dream. Um, can you guys hear me okay? Hopefully you can. I had to stop for a little bit. But since I started the podcast, um, I started doing a little bit of really self-reflection. I, you know, the first episode, episode zero, I took some time to really share with you my story. And I, and I really thought back about my life and I realized that I'm a winner. Yeah. <laughs> I know that seems like my ego just blew off the screen, but I, I, I'm a winner. And I, and I mean that in the humblest way possible. And understand that when I say winner, it doesn't mean that you win at everything. It just means that big picture, you're setting yourself up for success. And you know, I was thinking about myself growing up and the first thing that I did. And the first thing that I did growing up when I was in third grade is I started selling pencils, right? I sold pencils. I would buy those little, you know, little orange to yellow pencils and I'd shave off the ends of them and I'd get some markers and I'd color them up and I would sell custom pencils to my classmates for like a quarter, right? Buy some cookies at lunch, right? That was really my first business. That went on to high school where I used to DJ in high school and I started making mixtapes, right? I was DJing anyway. I started recording them and selling mixtapes in school. In college, we opened up a recording studio, right? Everybody was an aspiring uh, artist in college. So we started a way to record them and make some money. Um, even started up a, a record label. Record label never made any money. Um, I don't count it as a failure in business, but it was a learning experience. And when I say winning, it doesn't necessarily mean that everything was successful, right? Obviously, I'm not selling pencils right now, so that business didn't work out, right? I'm not selling mixtapes anymore, right? So that business didn't work out. But you find small wins. You, you find small victories in everything that you do. 
and you learn from them. You keep piling on those small wins, small wins, small wins. And as you progress, as you never give up, right, those small wins become very, very valuable lessons in your future career. And the thing about being an entrepreneur and people on Twitter are getting no sounds. I'm going to restart this. But the thing about being an entrepreneur, have you guys ever heard of something called the comfort zone? Give me a yes here if you, if you ever heard of anything called the comfort zone. Yes, 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 right? The comfort zone is that magical zone, right, where you feel safe. If you can imagine it being like a property, right? Imagine yourself in this nice property. You're surrounded by a fence. Everything outside the fence is evil, right? They told you your entire life that you don't go outside that fence because if you go outside that fence, there's some big, nasty monster that's going to rip you apart. I believe there's a movie that talks about this too, um, where they keep people in that mindset. I can't remember the name right now. But that is the comfort zone. The comfort zone is essentially what we are taught. It's the place we are taught to grow up in and, and never leave, right? We're taught to go to school. We're taught to get a degree. We're taught to go to college. What comes after going to college, right? Go to school, get a degree, and then get what? What is the next step that all of our parents told us or most of our parents told us? Get a good paying job, right? A nice safe job, a job that has a salary, a job that has benefits, right? A job that has job security, right? Safety, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. But for those of you that want more, that's not going to cut it. And in that comfort zone is you have just enough, right? You're, you're making enough not to be in poverty, right? You're not broke. You're not struggling to make ends meet, right? You got your salary. It's enough to pay for the mortgage. It's enough to pay for the card note. It's enough to maybe do get a little bit for yourself each and every year, but it's not enough to live your dream life. It's not enough to go on that lavish vacation. It's not enough to buy the, the house that you really want instead of the house that you settled on. All of the things that you want, right? All the things that you get jealous of people when they post it on Instagram and you say, oh, must be nice. Wish I can go there. Wish I can have that. Wish I can do that. Wish I can take time off. All of that stuff exists outside the comfort zone. Now, I'm talking to a very specific group here, and I'm, I'm, I'm under the impression that most of you have some type of entrepreneurial mindset. Is that true? Most of you have dreams of starting your own business, of, of trying to get outside that comfort zone. If I'm wrong, let me know. But is that true? Just so I know where to gear this conversation. Because I'll tell you what, there's nothing wrong with staying in the comfort zone. Again, 90% of people are in there. In fact, one of my best friends, right, he just, uh, he may be listening to this. He sent me a text this morning saying he loves the podcast. I remember having a conversation with him before where we were talking about, you know, he, he's, a, he's a chef, right? A, a good friend, a good father, 
excellent chef. And me, my entrepreneurial mind, I always wanted to be a chef. That was my kind of my, my thing before college. I wanted to be a chef and open up a restaurant. So I'm always talking to him like, hey, you know what? We could open up this restaurant and do this and do that and do that. And he's like, nah, I don't want to. He had a few pop-up shops for a while, but he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to have the restaurant in my name. I don't want to be that business owner. I'm like, why? Because my mindset always works like, you know, that's what you do. He's like, well, I know what it takes to make it be successful. And I'm not willing to do that. Do you think it takes a lot of work to be a successful business owner, guys? Should be an easy question. Give me a yes. Yeah. Takes a heck of a lot of work. Takes a heck of a lot of time. And my buddy here, he's like, look, I see what you sacrifice, right? I sacrifice basically my social life. I work. I play with my wife and kid. I go back to work. That's all I really do. Every once in a while, I go out and have fun, right? Go out, hang with the boys. But mostly, I'm either playing with my wife and kids or I'm trying to figure out how to take my business to the next level. There's very little time for me to actually do enjoyable things, right? (laughs) Does my wife even know you? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. She may see more of me on, on social media than she does in real life. And he's like, I'm just not willing to sacrifice that. And that's very important because you don't have to be outside the comfort zone. You have to follow your passion. But for those of you that do, and that's kind of the, the grouping I'm talking to right now, for those of you that do, it takes a massive investment. And here's where a lot of people get it wrong. You think that having a successful business means you have to have a new idea for a business, right? You have to do something special, something different, something that's never been done before, right? How many guys think that? If I'm going to start a business, it's got to be, I got to find that niche, that niche, right? That no one's ever did before. That's not true. It's not the business at all. It's not the business at all. It's you, When you invest, when you want to do something successful, you're not investing in the business. You're investing in yourself and your ability to be a winner. Was Starbucks the first coffee shop ever? Did they invent coffee? No. Did Subway invent the sandwich? No. You don't need to find this special little place. You just have to be very good at what you do. If you are very good at what you do, you will earn your way to success. I don't care what you're doing. Just be good at it. Be a winner at what you're doing and you will earn your success. Very simple. But... That means investing in yourself. And that means monetarily speaking, it also means time. Whatever your startup is, whatever your business is, it's going to take some type of investment. I work in the trading business, right? So my investment is very minimal, but I need money to fund an account. I need computer. I need internet, right? I need any type of magazines or subscriptions, right? 
If you need training, right? Go ahead and get training. Go ahead and buy books, whatever, whatever you need. That's going to be your, your monetary investment. The bigger investment is what? What's the biggest investment out there? It's something that we can never get back. In a way, we can create more of it, but we can never get it back. We can always make money back. If your business fails, you can always make money back. Just get another job. Work two jobs. Work three jobs. You can make money back really, really quick. Trust me. I've lost a lot of money in my day. <laughs> right? Time. You could never get time back. And in order to be successful, you're going to need to invest a lot of your time. And the question that you want to ask yourself before starting on this journey is, am I willing to invest that time? And that's a serious question. Look in the mirror. Map out your day. Think about what you have to sacrifice, right? We only get 24 hours in a day. So you, you know exactly what you get. Think about what you're sacrificing by giving up that time. This reminds me of a great story. Many of you guys that follow me have heard this before. The Xbox guy, right? You guys remember that story about the Xbox guy? <laughs> I was talking to a trader, potential trader one day. I'll make the quick version. And he was asking me, hey, Keel, you know, what all does it take to be a successful trader? And I'm giving him the real story, right? I don't lie to you guys. I am fully transparent. I said, man, trading is simple. But you got to invest a lot of time and a lot of energy. And I'm going through, we started talking about backtesting. He's like, what is this backtesting? I'm like, backtesting is the worst, right? After you spend all that time developing rules and a trading strategy and a solid rules-based strategy, then you got to go into market through historical data and you've got to click through one bar at a time, right? Over, I don't know how many pairs, I don't know how many years, how many trades, thousands and thousands and thousands of trades and take meticulous notes on it. He's like, man, that sounds like it takes a long time. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Depending on how much time you have, I was, I was unemployed when I did mine and it still took me weeks. For someone that, is, and, and I'm, I'm unemployed, so I had 24 hours a day to back test, and it still took me weeks and months. For those who have a full-time job, it can take you six months, a year. And he's like, well, when do you find time to do this? I said, you don't, you make time. He said, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I work a full-time job. I said, that's cool. He said, I got limited time. When I get home, I probably have about... I, you know, I spend time with my wife and kid for about three hours. I probably have about four hours, two to, you know, two to four hours of my own time. I said, okay, well, you know, you invest those two to four hours into backtesting a day and, and, you know, you'll get it done before you know. He said, but wait, when will I have time to play Xbox? I said, what? I said, you probably won't. He said, I don't know if I'm willing to do that. I don't know if I'm willing to do that, to give up the Xbox to follow my dream, right? And we don't want to make fun of this guy, right? I know it's, it's, a, it's a fun story. I like, I like telling it because, you know, I used to be a gamer myself, and, I, and that is something that I've sacrificed. I was telling our traders this morning, I, I, got, I played an hour of FIFA yesterday, and I was, it felt like, I'm like, yes, <laughs> what is this? Um, but video games is something I had to sacrifice. But 
here's the positive thing. Remember we talked about earlier how everyone isn't meant to get outside of that comfort zone? At least this trader, or this potential trader, was able to be honest with himself and say, I'm not willing to dedicate the time and effort needed into earning success. And you may laugh at him. You may say, oh, that's a joke. How, how dare he choose Xbox over a, a career, a lavish career of fancy cars and private yachts, right? But think about it like this. If you want to be successful, you have to be able to go all the way in. We talked about that comfort zone, right? 90% of people exist inside that comfort zone. Outside that comfort zone is where all of your dreams come true. Your dream life exists outside that comfort zone. To get outside of that comfort zone, not only do you have to take a leap, take a leap of faith, but as you're taking that leap, you've got everyone in that comfort zone trying to pull you back in, feeding you negative vibes. Why? Because you're doing something that is out of the norm. You're not supposed to go out there. Remember what we've been taught. Not only that, but you got people inside that zone, right? You got people 90% inside that zone that secretly want to escape that comfort zone and get to the outside and gain and earn their dream life. But they're scared. And as long as everyone else is not doing it, they feel safe. They feel at home. Okay, I'm, I, I don't feel guilty. But when they see someone else go for it, they get upset at you, right? Have you, have you ever told anyone your dream and they just shoot it down right away? Give me a yes. You ever told your parents, this is what I want to do? And they're like, ah, okay, but you should probably do this. Or tell a friend, hey, I'm going to do this. Are you sure? They're not upset at you. They're upset because you're doing something that they secretly want to do, but they're afraid to do it and you're not. And by you doing it, it kind of holds them accountable because now there's no excuse for them not to do it aside from accepting the fact that they're scared. And that's hard to do. We never want to uh, place blame on ourselves, do we? We always want to place it on someone else. Your success makes them look less. Yeah. So you see that a lot. And again, that's that's not some people are content with being in the comfort zone and that's fine. I'm talking about the people that secretly want to be out but are afraid to do it. So before you take that leap of faith, right? Because when you take that leap, there are very little supporters out there. In comparison to the people that are trying to drag you back down, there are very little people out there encouraging you. So you have to ask yourself, am I fully prepared to do this? And this trader admitted that he wasn't. And it seems bad at first, but guess what? If this trader would have went after that dream, knowing he wasn't dedicated enough to do what was necessary to become successful, do you think he would have succeeded or failed? <sighs> Which one? Probably would have failed, right? He probably would have failed. So not only did he, he save himself time, he saved himself energy, saved himself effort, probably saved himself some money. So it was probably the right decision. But you got to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, am I willing to commit? 
am I willing to put myself in a position where maybe the first year, the second year, the third year, right? You see nothing from it. Are you willing to bet on yourself big, go through that struggling period, right? Knowing that when you succeed, not if, when you succeed, you can live the rest of your life however you want. Is that worth the investment? Two, three years of pain for I don't know how many ever, how many years of comfort and not comfort zone comfort, but comfort of, of achieving your dream. That's the question you have to ask yourself. And there was a great example. I'm a, a football nerd. So you guys, sports nerd. So you guys, uh, you guys, uh, we're talking about NFL football, right? Not the football across the pond, right? Soccer, right? You guys make fun of me every time I call it football. But guess what? You guys are the ones that started calling it soccer, not us in the States. It was an Oxford guy that started calling it soccer. So don't blame us. But anyway, you guys familiar with the quarterback, uh, Kirk Cousins? Anybody, any football fans, Washington Redskins fans out there? Kirk Cousins? I'm a little long already, so we'll end this thing soon. Kirk Cousins, no? <laughs> well, Kirk Cousins is an NFL quarterback, and he wasn't a star quarterback. He was, a, he was drafted basically to be a backup. So he's drafted to be a bench warmer, right? And the quarterback in front of him ended up getting hurt. And this guy, Kirk Cousins, ended up being the starter. So he's playing football, which is a, a very, very, very short career. Uh, typically, the average football career is like two to three years um, for really no money. So he got to the point where he proved to be a decent player, but he wasn't quite a superstar player. And one of the cool things about or not one of the cool things, one of the horrible things about football is football. There are no guaranteed contracts at this point, meaning that if I sign you for a five year contract and I want to cut you on year two, I don't owe you any money. That's it's crazy, right? There's no guaranteed contract. So a, a five year contract means basically nothing. I can cut you in two years and not give you a dime. Right. So when it was time for his contract renewal, he wanted to sign a fully guaranteed contract. He said, hey, I want a three year contract. I want I think he wanted he wanted I have my notes somewhere around here. He wanted 44. Nope. What do you want? Probably, I think, 30 something million dollars over three years or 40 something million dollars over three years. Right. And he said, I want it to be fully guaranteed because in football, you're one play away from your career being over. Kind of like the quarterback that was drafted ahead of him. Right. So the team, the Washington uh, football team, they rejected his offer and they gave him something called the franchise tag. And the franchise tag is essentially where say, hey, we're going to pay you for one year. Um, you get a good amount of money because it's based off of kind of your average position. Um, but there's no job safety. Basically, there's no job security. You have one year. So if you get hurt in that one year, guess what you are? You're done, right? So he did this for two years because they, they refused to give him this guaranteed money. So he had two years of when he combined under this franchise tag thing where he made $44 million. And this year, right, he cashed out. So what he did was, right, instead of giving in, Right. Instead of giving in and taking the safe, the normal contract that I'm sure everyone was telling him to do, just take the contract, 
Take the long-term contract, gives you a little bit of safety. He bet on himself. He said, I'm gonna be so good this year, I'm gonna force them to give me more. I'm gonna be so good the next year that I'm gonna force them to give me more. And he did it for two years. Two years. And guess what he finally did this year? He cashed out. $86 million contract fully guaranteed over three years. First fully guaranteed multi-year contract ever. Ever. Was it worth his two years of fighting for it? What do you think? This is a man that bet on himself and he just won big time. So before you go off and start whatever you're going to start, ask yourself that question. Am I willing to invest in myself, the money, the time, the effort, the energy? And am I willing to do this for a long period of time without seeing right an instant benefit? Will I bet on myself and really grind it out and eat crap for a little bit now for long-term luxury later? And if you are, you have a very good chance of being successful. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. It was a live episode, which I absolutely love because I get to spend it with the people instead of spending it talking to a wall. As always, if you like the show, do me a favor, share, let other people know, get the word out. Also, subscribe, leave me a review wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast at. And if you guys keep doing that, I'll keep coming back twice a week with brand new episodes of the Trading Coach Podcast.